Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HR Happy Hour Network. This is the play-by-play podcast hosted by myself, Jack McFarland, and Nick Schlimmer. Hey, guys. How's it going? We have another very exciting episode planned for you guys today, and we just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in once again and for all the continued support that you guys have given us through 13 episodes. 13 episodes? That's what we're on now? Number The big one, three? The big one, three. Oh, man. If time Time's flying, and I don't know about you, but like... Since our last episode, it's only been a couple of weeks, but I was thinking about it before we started recording and I was like, man, we haven't done this in a while. And it hasn't been that long, but in my head, it's like, yeah, you know what? Like I feel months. the same way. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we got a great thing going and, oh, yeah, and we're, sure. we're putting out great content. So I'm definitely liking the direction that we're heading. All right. Well, with that being said, let's jump right into it. So segment one today, guys, we're going to be talking all about Prime Day and what's known as the Amazon effect. Currently recording this is the first day of Prime Day, July 11th, and I believe it runs through the 12th or 13th. Mm -hmm. Um, And this has been something that Amazon has been doing for a number of years now, um, which it basically is like a big blowout sale, you know, back in the day at like a Macy's or or Kohl's. Um, It's just a way for them to bring in a lot of money during the downtime of the summer, you know, right before school starting, but not quite back to school. Yep. It's the summer it, Black Friday. The summer Black Friday. That is a great <laughs> way to put it. Yeah. But then, I mean, this has really been uh, like a detrimental thing for in-person stores and just other online retailers. And this has become known as the Amazon effect. Yeah. And then I don't know if you've ever taken part of this, but this is the first time I've ever actually ordered something during the Amazon Prime couple days. I've only ordered one thing, but I mean, it was delivered. I ordered it last night. It was delivered today. I mean, fast shipping, like couldn't be any happier with it. Yeah. And that is part of the Amazon effect is not only the reduced prices, but the incredible shipping. So what the Amazon effect means is basically a term for all digital shopping, not just Amazon, but definitely kickstarted by Amazon back in 2012, I believe is when it really took off. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really just kind of a term for the shift from, you know, in-person online shopping. And I think the biggest factor, um, is the speed of how quickly you can get items online, just like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, whenever it says, if you order it within these five hours, you could potentially get it that same day. Like if it's still in the business hours, you could get it mm-hmm. that same day, which I mean, like you said, like something Amazon is doing with that is it's just incredible how they're able to produce these times to get it from your laptop, clicking place order to your front door. Yeah, it's truly crazy because the big drawback used to be, well, you can get it online and it might be a little cheaper, but you're going to have to wait a week, two two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. you don't know how long it's going to take. You know, going in store, you get it that day. But now it's turned to, you might get it that day. At Mm -hmm. most, you'll get it the next day. Yeah, at most, you'll get it tomorrow. Which is is incredible. I mean, they experiment with drones dropping off packages. They've got new electric vehicles to help um with like reduced admissions they are doing everything they can to get your package super quick yeah and then tying all those things together all that has done is create a massive massive amount of profit for amazon i mean it estimates that the sales on prime day hit 12.09 billion globally that billion not million billion billion and that's in two days two to three day spans like 
you know how many times people are clicking place order to to make that happen? Like, yeah, it's got to be. I, I wish there was a, a statistic for how many orders per second during yes. Prime Day Amazon is getting, and and the fact that it doesn't slow them down, like it doesn't back up the factory or the or the yeah. distribution, like they are ready for it. And the crazy thing about that twelve billion dollars globally. That was last year's Prime Day. <laughs> and every year it has gone up. Has, uh, so yeah. I'm interested to see how much it gets up to this year. I mean, I I don't know how you guess over 12 billion. That's an ungodly number, but it's got to be more. I would guess maybe 13, 14 billion this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it seems like with each year coming and going online shopping and whether that's all kinds of different categories for the online shopping as well has just been making a massive uh, impact and everybody seems to be doing it. I've seen the world and I'm sure you have too. And I'm sure listeners, you guys have too, into this new age store. You're seeing stores that are uh, basing online and their in-person is more of a customer service type type rep. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Nordstrom Local? Yeah. So the, the new age retail store, like you said, Nordstrom Local. So it's a, it's a clothing store, just like any other Nordstrom would be but it doesn't have any dedicated inventory. So it's pretty much, I don't know if you want to call it like a holding facility for customers to come and pick up their online orders, mm-hmm. make returns, uh, give feedback, whatever it may be. It's kind of just like, yeah, just like a holding spot for, for to people to make orders. Maybe they don't want to ship directly to their house, to their front door. They can just have it shipped to that store. And yeah, like you said, it's only helping the online. It's not competing yeah. with any of the, the in-store normal retail. Yeah. And I think that's the big change right there is that the new age store is trying to help the online store. It's not so much a competition anymore because they're going to lose. If, if, you're, if you're a store that is refusing to go online, you're not going to make it very long in today's yeah. day and age. You have to have an online component at the very least. I mean, even grocery stores mm-hmm. are, you know, you can order your groceries now. Yeah. And, and that has just blossomed over the last couple of years and it's going to continue to do so. Yeah, so with I mean, a store like Nordstrom local being a holding cell, um, it, it is really smart in my opinion, because you still get the customer service or if there's a problem with the item, you can go in person and be like, look, yeah. this, there's something wrong. I need my money back or I need a different item. Exactly. And, and chances are like we said that it has really no dedicated inventory, which is true. But I mean, for their their best sellers, their top sellers, their most rated products, highly rated products, somebody orders the wrong size, like we said, you can bring it there to return it. Chances are they're going to have something like that in their inventory to just help with that customer satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they 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 know the trends of of what what's being bought the most, and they and they usually have those in stock or a, a lot in reserve online. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And the, the no dedicated inventory, it reminds me almost of uh, like a TJ Maxx type place where you kind of yeah. don't know exactly what you're going to find too, which yeah. adds in a, like, to me, it adds an element of like, oh, this is fun. Like um, yeah, sometimes I, when you go shopping, it's fun to just kind of see what they have, you know? Yeah. Like the TJ Maxx, the Ross, every store could be different. Yeah. Kind of totally different, different clothing, different shoes, different everything. Yeah. And going along with TJ Maxx and Ross, if you've noticed, they also are building an online store presence. So even a store that you go in specifically looking for things that you don't know what you're going to find, you can now shop there online as well. And I think that's one of the biggest things that you're going to see in this. Everywhere is going to have online shopping. 
online, online, online seems to be the word nowadays for, for mm-hmm. our generation and, and the world itself. But we're also seeing these subscription stores come into play. Yes. Uh, so you want to touch huge. on that? Yeah. So, I mean, you're seeing it in all facets uh, from, from clothing to food. I mean, another clothing one kind of like, you know, Nordstrom uh, locals, a clothing store, uh, a, a very popular one is rent the uh, rent the runway. Yep. So what they do is they'll send you clothes. Um, you can, you know, lease them or just have them for a little bit. And, you, you know, uh-huh. you pay so much to have it and then you send them back. Or if you really like something, you know, you can buy it for yourself. Yep. So it's almost a way to try it on at home, like a test drive. It's like a test drive yeah. for new clothes. It's a test drive for clothing. And yeah, another one, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called Stitch Fix. Yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same that, type. Same, too, same concept. Yep. Yeah. And then in the food industry, that's where I really see it. When you see things like HelloFresh, where you might not think of that as online shopping, but you're going online, you're picking out your meals and they're getting delivered to you every week, two weeks, right to your doorstep. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't even have to think about, do I have all the ingredients? Um, Is this going to be good? Like, I mean, these are professional meals. They're easy Mm -hmm. to cook for all of them. And it's another subscription-based service. Yeah, and, and going off everything we've talked about with the subscription-based services, the the impact of digital media has also been just crazy. Um, we have some notes written down here, and 1.26 trillion worth of offline offline retail sales were influenced by some sort, some kind of digital media. And mm-hmm. the same report estimates that that number would be 1.4 trillion in three or more years. Yeah, we've now graduated from billions to billions to, tri- to trillions of dollars. <laughs> and and what the 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 digital media means is like when you're watching YouTube and you get, you know, the HelloFresh ad or yeah. you get the Stitch Fix ad or the Amazon Prime Day ad. It's all the things that you're going to see that you see every day and you don't even think of and it's really having a big impact on everyone when it comes to shopping whether you realize it or not. Yeah, I mean, we we all get these I'm sure a lot of us, especially in Gen Z, watch watch YouTube mm-hmm. and those ads pop up where you can just skip them. And like, for me, at least, I just think of like, I'm never going to order something from that. Why would I ever do that? Like, I just skip it all the time. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that people are actually clicking on these ads, causing yeah. this boom of just social media impact, digital media, and just this boom of profits for all these companies. Yeah. And then with those ads, you know, you have to wait five seconds to skip them. So even though you're like, I'm never going to ever buy from HelloFresh, these ads annoy me. It's in your head. Like, (laughs) you know what HelloFresh is, whether you like it or not. And if you were ever, hey, I'm going to try a food subscription service. What's the first one you're going to think of, whether you like it or not, Uh is HelloFresh or another subscription-based service like that. Yeah. It's like, even though that I'm sure like these companies are placing these ads in these social media and YouTube and whatnot, they're putting these ads in there. Yeah, you may not buy something from that ad the first time you see it. But mm-hmm. like you said, something somebody's going to say something that's going to click in your head all of a sudden, like, hey, I've seen that. And then you're going to- Exactly. Say, they're building for the future. Exactly. But let me tell you, Nick, not all hope is lost for in-person stores, um, mostly of retail. But I mean, you can see this in all all facets of shopping in person. Um, and these this, these statistics are going to be according to Forbes. Um, and they they polled um, Gen Z and millennials to see uh, what would they most like to see in an in-person store to get them going back to places like the mall or the grocery store. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and just some couple quick ones here. 92% of people say that they want a mobile experience. Um, first thing that comes to mind is like the McDonald's app, right? You want to be building points or Smoothie King app. Yeah. Um, the, the shoppers want that mobile reward system that feels really easy from their phone. They feel like, yeah. hey, I just give them this four letter or, or four digit code and in, in one week I can get a free mm-hmm. sandwich. Like yeah. that is something huge that shoppers are looking for. Um, another thing um, is that this was 73% of people, they want an MPOS system. For those that don't know, a POS system is a point of sale system that um, most companies use at like a checkout or register that, you know, the uh, workers running. But an MPOS system is that mobile. Uh, I'm sure we've all seen it. It's basically most of the time it's an iPad that is flipped towards you that you can interact with. You can do all the touching Um, in simpler terms. It's basically less customer service. Um, but with a worker there, so they're there to yeah, help, but you're not interacting with them as much. It's it's less of that interaction component that that normally people would want to have. We yeah. want to have that good customer service, that good interaction. But yeah, like you said, whether it's at a store, we have this at restaurants now, mm-hmm. where you could play games on it, pay your bill yeah. from there, tip exactly. from there, and the waitress may only have to bring out your dishes and refill your drinks whatever yeah. it be. And I think that's got to stem from the Amazon effect. And in and, and my opinion, because I think it's trying to make it feel like you're online shopping, even though you're in person. You're, so it's kind yeah. of flipped how, you know, online shopping at, at first when it was, you know, fairly new, it was, it, it tried things like virtual try-ons and stuff like that to make you feel like you were in a store, you know, 24 mm-hmm. seven customer support, always right there for you. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're seeing it reversed where when you're going in person, they're trying to make it more of yeah. an online personal solo um, experience that, yeah. that I feel like a lot of people have really enjoyed, especially since COVID maybe, maybe the isolation and, and just being alone mm-hmm. um, and not very social has also been, impacted that but that's a topic for another day (laughs) yeah and 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 touching this on touching more on this i had a question for you jack so Mm -hmm. we talked about one of the statistics was that 47 percent expect some kind of a personalized service Mm -hmm. with this rise in e-commerce and online shopping how do you make that more personal like what do you think how what have you seen is there anything that sticks out like how do we make this more personal for each for each shopper yeah. So, I mean, that's a great question and I definitely have a great answer coming up, not to be <laughs> cocky or anything, but I'm currently a uh, salesperson at an online store um, called Curated. They sell all types of outdoor equipment, ski equipment, hiking. Um, I work in the golf section, but basically how we make that personalized and how um, I think other companies are starting to is a customer will go online and they'll fill out like a quick survey or, or a quiz like, you know, male or female, right or left hand, how tall, how often you golf, what's your handicap, stuff like that. Then they get matched with an expert or a salesperson in in my case. And I'm able to uh, send recommendations over. I'm able to uh, talk to them in chat. I can give them phone calls, send like Zoom type recorded videos. Um, I can help them uh, put stuff in their carts, check out all that. Um, And I think that's definitely the way that most online shopping is going to be going to where you can do it by yourself. That is an option on curated. You can go on there and just normal online store. Yeah. You also have the option of getting with a a personal 
salesperson, expert, worker, whatever you yeah. want to call it. And, and that's going to make it really personal. Yeah, for sure. Now, now, does that add like any kind of additional like fees at the end of it to like get that expert no, help or anything? Not at all. It is totally free. Hmm. Yeah, that uh, may have to get on get on that website here. I've, yeah. I've never. Yep, guys, curate it. You know, feel free to search up Jack McFarland. Curate, I'm a yeah. five star golf expert. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think we're gonna take a quick break here, and then we'll be right back at you with a top ten. All right, guys. So for this edition of Top 10, we're going to be looking at the top 10 TV shows according to uh, Gen Z. This is a poll done by Yahoo. And then after that, we'll be giving our top fives and comparing it to see how it all stacks up. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it all how it all compares. But so I'll go ahead and with the first five here, this is going from one to 10. So I'll take the top five and then I'll do the last five. Yep. Sounds great. All right. Number one coming in, we have The Last of Us. Number two, Outer Banks, personal favorite there, got to say. Number three, we have you. Number four is Stranger Things. And number five is Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, number six, we got a fairly new show, Wednesday. Uh, Number seven is Family Guy. Number eight is The Mandalorian. Number nine, Young Sheldon. And number 10, all-time classic, been on for years, South Park. So what are your initial thoughts on hearing this list, Nick? What really jumps out to you? Yeah, I was going to say just just hearing all of these different titles and I've only seen and actually watched a handful of these. But what I've noticed is all of these have Gen Z characters, whether it's the main yes. character or just a background character, whatever it may be. It's all Gen like people our age that are in yes. these shows. I noticed that same thing. It's a majority of Gen Z themed groups mm-hmm. of characters with like stranger things and outer banks or uh or comedy as well with with yes. like family guy young sheldon and south park i mean big comedies um i felt like the outlier here for us was like Grey's anatomy which you know medical drama yeah. and um <laughs> maybe the last of us a little bit but that still does deal with um mm-hmm. a, a multitude of gen z characters as well so uh, yeah i think it's an obvious trend and some top tens it is difficult to see you might have like three or four that are like well how does that fit in but i mean with the tv shows it blew me away it it really did blow me away yeah no no i'm kind of surprised that well i am surprised and i'm not at the same time and that feeling i know you've had that feeling but yeah what what i'm trying to say is that comedy i guess that's what we're looking for is gen z we love Mm -hmm. comedy like yeah i love a good comedy i can't lie Comedies. Oh, me too. I love comedy. But whenever you have like a nice action-packed thriller, whatever it may be, like that's that's also something that I look for as well. Yeah, I agree. And and I think on the comedy end, uh, especially with with Family Guy and South Park, um, not so much Young Sheldon. That's more of a family-friendly comedy. Yeah, it could be Gen Z. You know, we're we're turning. We're getting a little older. Yeah, we're we're... getting a little more adult. (laughs) Yeah, I think people are gravitating towards the more adult humor. I guess cartoons is what you'd call it. Yeah. But I mean, Family Guy, <laughs> South Park, Simpsons is another one just like that. Oh, yes. You know, Bob's Burgers. There, there's a bunch that are kind of that a, adult style comedy that I think yeah. Gen Z is starting to, you know, turn to away from this. Sadly, away from SpongeBob. No more SpongeBob, guys. It's the Family classics. Guy. <laughs> the classics. Yeah. 
how do you go from SpongeBob to Family Guy? I don't know. Yeah, Gen Z is crazy, man. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. But I'm looking forward to knowing. I want to hear your top five. Top five TV shows. I got to say, I'm probably not the best TV watcher. I'm, I'm very much, once I like something, I will just watch that over and over and over again. So I don't like watch the most wide variety of shows season to season i'll watch a couple episodes if i'm like no i don't like this and i don't watch it so but i feel very passionate about my top five okay so start i'm gonna start at number five we gotta build some suspense (laughs) number five this might be a shock to a lot of people (laughs) nick (laughs) is laughing at me (laughs) one thousand pound sisters guys let me tell you this show is incredible it is a like it's like a reality tv show it follows these two sisters that are you know overweight and it's their journey it's their weight loss journey but man they are so funny it's just it's such a fun show it's good to it's nice to watch them like you know lose the weight and, and really work hard for it but they're very funny it's very much a reality tv show um i got stranger things at four incredible show i've watched each season probably a hundred times go mm-hmm. hopper he's the best character um full swing um and you know me and nick love golf Yep. in the golf program how could we not love a show or Dedicated i guess you could maybe call it a, a documentary maybe it, it, it's, it's a... basically for those who haven't seen it it follows the pga season um and has different episodes yeah. based on different it's a, it's players. a documentary documentary split into episodes probably exactly but that it also is like a show though because it, it has more seasons like like there will yeah. be another season each year the golf season ends a new season of full swing comes out yeah um now number two and number one we're, we're slightly tricky, um, but number two is Survivor. I, I love, just love Survivor. Shout out, Jeff. You, you're the GOAT. Um, please let me be on Survivor. I think I would win it. Uh, it. It is so fun just watching them compete and all the strategy that goes into it in the backstabbing. So I'm a big fan of Survivor. Um, but, man, this last show, now I haven't done the math in a while, but I, I did it, especially over covid I've watched about 56 days worth of this show. And that show is The Office. It is my favorite show by far. I know every episode. I know every word. Um, <laughs> I, I follow all the actors. Like I, I listen to The Office Ladies podcast. I got the books about The Office. I have everything The Office. And I just absolutely love it. I, so I, I'm, I'm interested to see what, <laughs> what you have to think yeah, about my I, list and what your list. I, it's, it's a crazy list. I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, I just want to talk about mainly one and five. We'll go five briefly, but really number one. So number five, yeah. Thousand Pound Sisters. I just see that title and <laughs> I, I just think next. Let, let, next next no, show. Let, let me tell you, Nick, this show, it's fantastic. It is so fantastic because it is reality TV, but it's not scripted that much. I don't believe. I think it is for the most part real. Yeah. And it's just, it's fascinating. That's the best way to describe it. It's <laughs> fascinating, um, but I love it. And I, I support you, Tammy. I support you, Amy. <laughs> Get that weight loss journey going. And and then going to number one, the office. I know this is huge. So many people love the office. Mm-hmm. And then I, I get so much backlash from what i'm about about to say say that that i don't like the office like i watched the first like three episodes and as soon as i say that as soon as i say that look you're about to say it Mm -hmm. you got to watch more you can't base it off the first three like the first three are bad and i was like well that's why i turned it off (laughs) (laughs) okay well okay let me give you some insight so the first one the first episode is a shot for shot line for line remake of the british office because 
they wanted to test and see how it would do in an American audience. So the first season is short and they didn't have a lot of freedom on what they could do. That's why it's considered like really bad. Obviously I still love it. And I love the first season episode three basketball iconic episode. I have iconic episode. I have, that was the, that was the better one. That was like, I'd say the first (laughs) real good one, but I would say, give it a chance. Maybe just jump into a random season down the line and just watch an episode. I mean, it really gets, it gets really good because I was the same way, believe it or not. I did not like, I was not a huge fan of the office at first, but it was COVID. I left it on running in the background and started tuning into it. And I, it'll change your life, Nick. It's life changing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you say we jump into my list that we have here? Yes, I would love to hear it. And and like Jack, he had five episodes. I'm a little bit shorter than that. I only have four because I've only really watched about four different things. <laughs> if it's not sports or YouTube or something like that, I'm probably not watching it. But uh, so here we go. Number one. Outer Banks, every season that's came out, I've watched the whole thing as soon as it's released until it's over. I've wasted my whole day watching the whole whole entire season. So that one's coming in at one. Number two, Full Swing, of -hmm. course, like Jack mentioned before. Number three, though, MasterChef. Something about watching people cooking and like different strategies and stuff like that and just preparing these cool dishes, it really intrigues me. And then Big Brother. I don't know about you, but growing up, big, big Brother was just like the family sits down. We watch Big Brother. Yep. Same here. And, I mean, that's and, a great show. Yeah. I was like, I had to include that. And then, like I said, I don't have a fifth one because I, I generally don't know what else I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, that's fine. You know what you like. Yeah. Um, let me start with with Master Chef. Now, Master Chef. That I don't know if I would have like predicted. I think I could have predicted the other three, but Master mm-hmm. Chef. So, I mean, I haven't seen much of it, but from my understanding, it's like, it's like competitive, like it's very stress yes. cooking. Like it's very high intense, right? Yeah. Like you said, competitive, competitive cooking. It's the yeah, whole show built cooking. around that knocking people off to get to the winner. And mm-hmm. yeah, just, so I think you're, you're in our list, our trend is reality TV reigns, reigns pretty big for us. Like we love yes, the reality TV Pretty shows. much. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that could be up live TV reality, of course. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good, but see, this is where I'm going to come in and be the hater. You don't like The Office. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand Outer Banks. Everyone I've ever talked to loves it. Yep. Um, uh, I know Carly and Hallie love it. All my friends love it. They'll do the same thing. They will stay up and watch it all in one day. Yep. And fun fact, guys, when, what was it, season three came out? Yep. Nick did not go to sleep. <laughs> he watched it all in the dorm one night. I don't get it. You're gonna have to fill me in. Outer Bank. I've seen the first season. Like I, I don't get it. That's my hate yep. story there. I, yep. I don't. I don't understand it. Yep, I know. And I love that you bring that up. That I did. I stayed awake the whole night, right across the room from you. And I don't know how I didn't wake you up because I was talking and screaming yeah. and all kinds of stuff. But <laughs> I stayed up yeah. the whole night. But. <laughs> I think it would be more interesting to watch you watch Outer Banks. Would probably be <laughs> probably, my, probably, I need my. I need a. I need a reality TV show. Yeah, that's right. We need a reality TV yeah. show of the the play by play reality TV show. So we'll, reality. We'll, we'll, we've we've come to conclusion here. <laughs> All right. Well, that was great, Nate. Great segment there, and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We're gonna be right back. We're gonna take another quick break, and we're gonna end it with a very special game time.
All right, guys, it is that time again. Everyone's favorite segment. I know it's our favorite segment. We love making it. We love playing it. It's game time. Today's uh, game is one that you've probably never heard of, as it's a brand new invention, definitely not taken from anywhere else. <clears throat> CBS. <laughs> Welcome to The Price is Almost Correct. <laughs> I like the little spin on the name there. <laughs> I am your host, Jack McFarlane. <laughs> I'm looking for Nick Schlimmer. You are the next contestant on The Price is Almost Correct. Come on down. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready. But hey, we can't do this with just one. I'm also going to need a Trish Steed. You are the next contestant on The Price is Almost Correct. Come on down. All right. I'm here. I'm ready to play. <laughs> All right, everyone. We are going to have five rounds with a grand finale round at the end. Each uh, of the first five are worth one point. The final round is worth three points. Most okay. points win. All right. For those of you who don't know how the game works, I have prepared five everyday items um, with their price. And your job as the contestants is to guess that price without going over. We yeah. will switch who goes first each round. We're going to start ladies first for the first guess. Can I say I listen and I play your game times in the car and I'm really bad at game time. So who knows? Well, this I, might be I, the I, one. I love, I love to hear that because I'm no good at them either. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, as the host of Game Time, I got to say, I'm not very good at Game Time either. The ones that I don't think. Uh, when I'm in my car <laughs> listening to the podcast, Nick beats me every time. <laughs> All right. We'll see if that range true today. Okay. Okay. I'll try my best. All right, guys. Starting off with our first item once again, Trish, you will be guessing first. Okay. We have a Frito-Lay variety pack. Party mix, 40 count bags of chips. So this includes um, Doritos, Funyuns. Oh, um, okay. Frito-Lay company chips, 40 bags of just standard chips. bags. Like the little bags, like lunch yeah, size Yeah, like, like at a Subway. Okay. okay, okay. 40 bags. I'm going to say $14.95. $14.95 is your guess. Nick, what are you yes. thinking? Remember, you have to get as close as you can without going over. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go with $12.99. Ooh, $12.99. Those are very good guests. Sadly, no exact guess. Oh, okay. But the winner of round one in the first point is Trish. <gasps> oh. The actual retail price is $16.30. I was kind of going off of like $0.25 cents a bag. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a that that. Like, that yep. yeah. I think those are both very good guesses. Okay. So that right. a hot start for both, but Trish does get the first point. Awesome. Moving on to our second round. This is a portable charger with six built-in cables, so different charging ends, and three personal USB inputs as well. Ooh. It is ten thousand uh, mega amps, or uh, what is it? An amp, I believe, right, right? Amps, for energy. Right? So 10,000 amps. So okay. it's going to last, I believe it said, like 10, 12 hours for this one. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Nick, you are up first for this round. I am up first. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with $35 even. 35 even. Ooh, like that. I feel like that's a good guess. <laughs> I was thinking in the 30s, maybe. Can I just say, like, I have used my paychecks, a uh, little, you know, Personal, personal, what for so long that I have no idea what these really cost. So, um, shout out to my friends at Paychex. Thanks for that. But um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna say like thirty nine dollars. 
Ooh, this is where the want, want, want comes out. Oh. As both players have gone over, and no one will earn a point this round. Oh, the actual retail price was twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, Nick was so close. Nick, you were oh. close, but just over. Oh darn, Nick! And we good. don't give any any leeway here. We're tough <laughs> at the price is almost correct. Nick, you know what? If you were on on my podcast, you would have gotten a point for that one for sure. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> gives out uh, participation trophies. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's getting intense here. <laughs> so let's move on quickly to the third item of the day. <laughs> Trish, you'll be going first. This is a Betty Crocker no bake. Bites, cookies, and cookie dough. So basically, uh, edible cookie dough bites. I didn't even know they made this. Yeah, I mean, these are fairly new, I'd say. Um, okay. It's basically a way to not get salmonella when you're eating cookie dough. Is it like a personal size? It's like a thing? snack bag size. Like like an on-the-go, like almost like a chit bag sized cookie, cookie dough bites. bites. Cookie dough bites. Just one little bag of it? One little bag. Like uh, you'd find it in like a grocery store aisle or near the checkout aisle. I feel like it's going to be like four ninety nine. Is that your guess? Four ninety nine. That's also my guess. Yes. That is your guess. Perfect. Yes. Four ninety nine. I'm I'm gonna up it a little bit just because I feel like cookie dough is not something that you can make too cheap. So I'm gonna go uh, seven twenty nine. Oh, those are both really good guesses, and we almost have an exact guess. It is five sixty three. So pretty close to your four ninety nine. Trish grabs another point. Nick, I might have been buying groceries longer than you, but I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been to the grocery store a handful of times on my own now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You are an adult. Don't worry, Nick, not to fear, even though you're down two points. There are still two standard items left and the grand finale. So you can still blow this out of the water and I win it. Going, There's still a possible five I'm points on the board. Going for the win. So I'm going, going for the win. <laughs> so for our fourth item here, we have a Casper Sleep original pillow. Standard white pillow. Is Nick going first? Nick will be going first. Ooh, I'm okay. first. Okay, so yes. I'm gonna go uh da, 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 $24.99. I am gonna go a little bit higher, Jack, at one hundred dollars. Ooh, a hundred dollars. That was the first thing that popped first to mind. First thing that popped to mind. Well, sadly, that was the wrong number to guess as you are well over as it is forty-five fifty. Nick gets on the board with a point. <laughs> You know, I wasn't really that close, but I'll take it. One point. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's you just closest without going over is the is the name of the game here. Maybe if it was going to be a hundred or more, I was going to go sell. Now, see, pillow. one thing to know: this is not your memory foam pillow. It's just well, it's a not standard. Like purple, right? I was no, 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 purple. no, no. It's just your Casper. standard Casper pillow. Oh, Casper's like this. Yeah, it's a good. It's just a standard white normal just... pillow. Oh wait, it's not like a fancy pillow. Nope, that's why I said it's the original, just standard pillow. Can I just, in my defense, we're we're recording this very late at night, and I was sound asleep before this. So I'm <laughs> was it on a Casper? No, it was not. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe if it was, you could have seen the price tag or something. Oh. But so let's Good go job, to our guys. yeah. They cut the lead in half. Time for our final standard item. It is a Vizio forty-inch Full HD 1080p smart TV. And Trish, you have the first guess. Okay, Vizio TV. 40 inch. Oh, 40 inch. Like I'm pausing like I really know. Like yeah. I'm, like I'm <laughs> assessing. <laughs> uh, 298. $298. I feel like that's a pretty good guess, but I'm going to go a little bit lower. I'm going to go with 239. 
Ooh, both contestants are over once again. Oh, no. As it can be hard to visualize a 40-inch. This isn't one of the big, like, 70-inch TVs. Yeah. Um, It is priced right now at $168. Really? So it's a very good price, yeah. I mean, it's 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 great. I mean, TVs have definitely gotten a lot cheaper. And that's on Amazon recently. Prime? People, go out there and get that. Video. That's on Amazon, yeah. I'm not sure if it's a Prime item, but that uh, is on Amazon, yes. Well, that's a great price. Um, Nick, you would have been closer there, but sadly, as you both have gone over, no nobody's points. awarded a point. It's come down. So it all to comes the down to round. this: whoever wins yeah. this will, will win the, the first edition of the price. Is almost correct. Oh my gosh! Do we win a Vizio TV, forty-inch TV? <laughs> uh, sadly, we do not have that we to give that. out today. We're just gonna get out a good old congratulations. You need a sponsor. And maybe five. Sponsor that. Yeah. The Vizio. Come on, Vizio. Anyway, this is grand finale time. Okay. This is mega big showcase time. Okay. All right. And I get the first pick. Yes, he does. (laughs) Well, this is not two separate showcases. It will be one showcase that you both are guessing the same price. So here we go. Nick, you'll have the first guess. Okay. But here's your showcase. Starting off with a five-day, two-person trip to Paris, airfare included. You'll be spending five nights in just a standard Paris hotel, three stars, um, right in the middle of the city. It's not, we're not very fancy over here at the price. I don't know how to price that. So, (laughs) hey, this is what you're getting. But it's a five-day trip to Paris, airfare included, flying out of New York, LaGuardia. Five days and airfare included. But that is not all. (laughs) You can work on that vacation body with a new in-home gym. Oh, goodness. This includes the bench, dumbbells, and a squat rack, and the mats. Okay. But that's not all. Okay. <laughs> because you're going to have to get to the airport somehow. And you're going to be able to do that in a brand new car. Oh, God. It is a 2024 <laughs> BMW i5. Ooh. Brand new. Man. And that so, is your showcase. So we are so combining all of those? All three combined together for one mega okay. price. Okay, let, let me let me crank some numbers here. Yeah. And, and while you think of that, you know, we, we took out a little bit of the, you know, luxury of the Paris trip with a normal hotel and put it into that BMW. So, yeah, we are kind here. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go with a grand total of 68725 68725 My guess is $76,000, Jack. Well, guys, those are both very, very good guesses, but one is just better. And that is Trish as the actual retail <laughs> price, $79,500. So you were just about 3000 off from that oh guess. Congratulations. Goodness. You've won a new BMW, trip oh to Paris, and an in-home gym. I love the play-by-play. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah thank you so much oh for joining us gosh. here today trish for that this very special edition of game time and, and nick nick you will get it next time and i believe yeah next time maybe guys hopefully you did better than i did hopefully <laughs> you guys beat trish today yeah hopefully but, everyone beat trish today <laughs> that's what we were going for till the next, next game time. time i can't wait yeah <laughs> this is so fun i love thank you for having me on this yeah you know day. thank you for coming on thank you So what a way to wrap up a great game time with, I couldn't think of anything better than the Nick quote of the show. Everybody's favorite part. Everyone's favorite part. It's mine. I may be a little bit biased, but the quote of the show. And and I think this one goes great with everything that we talked about in our first segment today with Amazon, 
the new age stores and everything of that matter. And it is from the one and only Albert Einstein. Ooh, okay. And this man has so many good quotes, but I like this one the best for today's episode. And it is, you cannot solve a problem from the same conscious that created it. You must learn to see the world anew. So wow. just like we were talking about, we got to see. Wow. The we have to see the new in the world. We have to see the new mm. e-commerce, the new everything digital. I just think that went perfect with it. Yeah, that is incredible. The quote of the show never fails to disappoint. <laughs> Always leaves me speechless. Great way to end the show today. We just want to say thank you so much for listening once again. Um, we absolutely love making these and, and hope you guys are enjoying them as much as we are. Uh, so thank you once again. Yes. Thank you guys. And we can't wait to be back here in the next couple of weeks with a new episode. Love y'all.